welcome to the Pearl of the Great Price podcast. Thanks for joining us today. It's the 2nd of April and on this day in Christian history, we go to Bethlehem in Israel. And we travel back to the year 2002 when Israeli forces surrounded the Church of the Nativity in Bethlehem into which armed Palestinians had retreated. Israel was experiencing a Palestinian rebellion called the Second Intifada or Uprising. After the failure of the Camp David summit in 2000 to reach a final agreement on the Israeli-Palestinian peace process, the violence had started two years before. After the President of Israel, Ariel Sharon, had made a highly provocative visit to the Temple Mount. The visit itself was peaceful, but as anticipated, it sparked protests and riots which the Israeli police put down with rubber bullets and tear gas. The second intifada had lasted nearly two years, and the death toll, including both combatants and civilians, was estimated to be about 3,000 Palestinians and 1,000 Israelis, as well as 64 foreigners. Today saw an escalation in the uprising, and the large-scale military operation was conducted by the Israeli Defence Forces, which was the largest military operation in the West Bank since the 1967 Six-Day War. It was a direct response to the Passover massacre a few days earlier at the Park Hotel in the Israeli resort city of Netanya, when a Palestinian suicide bomber had killed 30 holidaygoers. As part of Operation Defensive Shield, the Israeli Defence Forces had occupied Bethlehem and they had tried to capture suspected Palestinian militants. Dozens of them fled to the most sacred spot in town, the purported birthplace of Jesus Christ, the Church of the Nativity, and they sought refuge. A siege began, which included approximately 200 monks resident in the church and other Palestinians who had arrived at the site for other reasons. The Franciscan order maintained that no hostages were held, while Israeli sources claimed the monks and the others were being held hostage by gunmen. The siege would last for 39 days, after which an agreement was reached, according to which the militants turned themselves in to Israel and were exiled to Europe and the Gaza Strip. The Church of the Nativity can attract up to 2 million pilgrims in a peaceful year and is recognised as Christ's birthplace by different denominations. The grotto inside the church is the oldest site continually used as a place of worship in Christianity, and the basilica is the oldest major church in the Holy Land. At the heart of the church, in the grotto, there is a silver star, marking the spot where Christ was born, inscribed in Latin. Over the centuries, the surrounding compound has been expanded and today it covers approximately 12,000 square metres comprising of three different monasteries, one Greek Orthodox, 
one Armenian Apostolic and one Roman Catholic. A 250-year-old understanding amongst the different religious communities is referred to as the status quo. And it applies to the site and regulates the property rights, the liturgical use and the maintenance of the church. The Greek Orthodox look after most of the building and the furnishings. However, there is a simmering tension between the different communities and how the church is used. And there have been some brawls amongst young monks over respecting each other's prayers, the use of hymns, and even the division of floor space for cleaning duties. The Palestinian police are often called in to restore peace and order. And the silver star in the grotto was even stolen in October 1847 by Greek monks who wished to remove this Catholic item. Some historians even claim that this was a contributing factor in the Crimean War against the Russian Empire. The church was originally commissioned by Constantine the Great, a short time after his mother Helen had visited Jerusalem and Bethlehem in the years 325 and 326. In 1342, the custody of the Holy Land was handed to the Franciscans by two papal bulls, and they were named as the official custodians of the holy places in the name of the Catholic Church. The Franciscans traced their presence in the Holy Land to the year 1217, and in 1309 they also settled in Bethlehem and the Holy Sepulchre, along with the canons regular. The Franciscan Order owns a great deal of property in the Holy Land, second only to the Orthodox Church of Jerusalem. In addition to the major shrines of the Church of the Holy Sepulchre in Jerusalem and the Basilica of the Nativity in Bethlehem, which the Franciscans own and administer in common with the Jerusalem Orthodox and the Armenian Orthodox Patriarchates. The custodian also cares for 74 shrines and sanctuaries throughout the Holy Land, including properties in Syria and Jordan. The Catholic Midnight Mass in Bethlehem on Christmas Eve is broadcast all around the world. Festivities begin hours earlier, when dignitaries welcome the Latin Patriarch of Jerusalem at the entrance of the city, near Rachel's tomb. Accompanied by a parade of youth organisations, he then makes his way to Manger Square, where crowds are waiting. And finally, he enters the Catholic Church of St Catherine for Mass, after which he leads the way to the adjacent Church of the Nativity. The Patriarch carries an icon of Jesus as a child and he places it on the hammered star in the cave under the basilica that marks the nativity site. The Orthodox Christmas Eve, 13 days later, also has many visitors and pilgrims. Again, they fill the manger square and this time they watch processions and receptions for the religious leaders of the different Orthodox communities. Protestants also worship in Bethlehem, either at the Lutheran Church or the Church of the Nativity. On April the 3rd, the Israeli Defence Force deployed tanks near Manger Square, opposite the church, 
and Israeli army snipers took positions on the surrounding buildings. They were instructed to fire at anyone spotted inside the church, searching out targets with laser beams. The Israeli government said it regarded the militants' use of holy sites as cynical and claimed that the militants had shot at the Israeli troops from the church. A spokesman, Brigadier General Ron Kitri, said, It is complicated because it is a sacred place and we do not want to use live ammunition. On April 4th, Samir Ibrahim Salman, who was the bell ringer of the church, was shot several times in the chest by an Israeli sniper and died. The next day, four Franciscan monks left the church under Israeli escort, and Israeli sources said they were told that the clergy had been taken hostage, while sources in the Franciscan order maintained that they were voluntary hostages, intent on remaining in order to express solidarity with the Palestinians and to prevent bloodshed. The Vatican warned Israel to respect religious sites, in line with its international obligations, and was following events with extreme apprehension. Pope John Paul II urged people to pray for peace in the Middle East, and he described the violence as having reached unimaginable and intolerable levels. The Israeli Prime Minister Ariel Sharon said that the soldiers would not defile the holiness of this site as the Palestinians have. And he also said that the troops would remain in place until the militants inside were captured. On the 10th of April, an Armenian monk was also wounded, having been shot, according to an Israeli spokesman, because he wore civilian clothes and he seemed to be armed. The head of the Franciscan order, Giacomo Morbini, formally requested that the Palestinians be allowed to leave the church with a guarantee that their lives be protected, and that water and power will be restored to the church, while a spokesman for the order reminded Israeli Jews of the role that the Franciscans had played in protecting Jews from the Holocaust by offering them sanctuary during World War II. On the 23rd of April, negotiations to end the siege began in the Peace Centre and they were mediated by the Archbishop of Canterbury's representative in Bethlehem, Canon Andrew Wright. The Israeli negotiator was the Colonel Leol Lotan, who was a lawyer by profession, and Yasser Arafat appointed a negotiation team headed by Mohammed Rashid. It was eventually agreed that the 26 men mili male militants were to go to the Gaza Strip. 85 civilians were to be checked by the IDF and then released, and the 13 most wanted, including Daoud, would remain in the church, monitored by a European Union official until they could be transferred to British Army custody and moved to Italy and Spain, after those countries agreed in principle to accept them. A total of eight Palestinians had been killed, and an Armenian monk had been wounded. Forty explosive devices which had been left in the church by the Palestinians, several of them booby-trapped, were discovered afterwards. 
and damage to the cultural heritage site was estimated at a total cost of $1.4 million. And direct damage to the church complex from projectiles and fire was estimated to be around $77,000. That's all for the Pearl of Great Price today. I hope you enjoyed listening. Please subscribe and leave a comment on the blog if you have time. Join us tomorrow if you can as we look at the life of Richard of Chichester. And if you want to visit the blog or commission the podcast for your own organisation, visit the website for more information at www.pogp.net. If you'd like to respond directly, then email the show on pogppod at gmail.com. We're grateful to Kevin McLeod for today's music and have a lovely day wherever you are.